The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Gemara Moed Katan Davchaf. Today's daf has been dedicated by our good friend Mr. David Meyer in honor of Morris Dweck. Thanking him for all his dedication and efforts in spreading Torah from the rabbi throughout the world. May God bless Morris and all his family and all his endeavors. Amen. Today's daf has been studied by the Mishmat Abraham ben Esther. Ruach Hashem, Tanihanu Begin Aiden. Amen. Today's daf has been studied by the Mishmat Ezra ben Mazal. Shiniftar, Mikitsur, Yamim, Yashanim. Ruach Hashem, Tanihanu Begin Aiden. Amen. Who behold Bene Yisrael, the Shukim Amo, Khalar Hamim, the Sidhot Venomar Amen. We begin today's daf on Yutet Amud Bet. And actually we are three lines from the bottom starting from the word Etibe. Just to review the case we're discussing. Abaye asked the question Taraba. Kavrobe Regel, if they buried somebody on the Regel itself. So the question was Regel Olelo Liminyan Shloshim or in Regel Olelo Liminyan Shloshim. Which we know that the Halakha says if somebody passes away on the regal, the shiva doesn't start until after the regal. The question of the Gemara was, can we use the days of the regal, although we can't use it for minyan shiva, but maybe we can use it for the minyan of shloshim. I mean, we can tack off some days of the shloshim using the days of the regal. And the logic being is that since anyway... <coughs> Some of the laws of the Shloshim are in effect anyway on the Regal. For example, one is not allowed to loan the clothes during the Shloshim. You can't loan the clothes during the Regal. One is not allowed to take a haircut during the Shloshim. You can't do it on the Regal anyway. So it could be that since the laws of the Shloshim are applicable, so therefore you can count them. Or do we say, no, what's the side of the No. Maybe we'll say that since she did not start the Shiva, you cannot start counting Shloshim before you start the Shiva. The Shiva starts after the Regal. So the Gemara answered to that question, Amale, Rava, it says, Eno Ode. Very clearly, can't count the Regal towards the count of the Shloshim. So comes the Gemara and says, Etiben, Gemara has a question. A person buries his dead two days before the regel. Now we learned in the previous Mishnah that the only time that a regel breaks the Avedut is if there's a minimum of three days before the regel. This case over here is two days before the regel. So you still do not get a break. You don't break the Avedut. Avedut is not broken. So what does it say? He has to count another five days after the regel to get to seven. But in those five days there's leniencies. Normally an avail is not allowed to do work during the seven days, nor is he allowed to dispatch anybody to do his work. But in this case, the work can be done by others. His own servants and maids are able to do privately in his house. And furthermore, uh, the 
Menachamim, those are the people that are coming to comfort him, they do not have to come and comfort him during the five days. Why? That she says, Because on the regal itself, even though he wasn't technically sitting, they did console him. So the mitzvah of consolation was done already seven days on the holiday. So therefore, again, the case is two days before, so he has to sit the two days before, after he sits another five days, but there's leniencies during those five days. He can uh, have work be done for him, and the consolers do not have to visit him, because they already visited him. Comes the Gemara and says, Shekevan et asiku bo baregel. Ve'en rabim et askim emo, shekevan et asiku bo baregel. Klalo shel davar. So the Gemara gives a rule. Kol shehu mishum avel. Anything that is a subject of avelut, regel mafsiko. So the regel is mafsik. Well, we know regel is mafsik, avelut. Ve'kol shehu mishum askerabim. But anything that has to do with eskerabim, that has to do with the public's obligation, and regel mafsiko. And the public's obligation is to console. And therefore the laws of consolation still apply on the regel. The regel is not mafsik. That's she. Top line. Koshu mishum avel regel mafsiko. Shesarik lashlimu hara regel. Which means you have to continue the avelut. person has to continue the avelut after the regel. Kevan, dechi yashav shneyemim of the regel. Since a person sat two days, sadik lashlimu deshim hamishayemim hara regel. Because the regel is going to be mafsikit. You cannot, cannot continue the avelut on the regel. And since he only sat two days, he's got to make up the five. Koshu mishum asker abim, kilomar, tanhomer abim, Right? Consolation and regal mafsiko. Kedeshi yasrik lashlim lasuk bo ahara regal. Elamit askimu be regal. They're allowed to visit him even on the regal itself. Gemara continues. Kavro shiloshayamim. Besofa regal. Let's say the person passed away the last three days of the holiday. On the holiday, the last three days. Monesh vahara regal. So again, the avlut does not start on the regal. has to count seven days starting after the regal. The first four days after the holiday, he gets consoled by the people. But the last three days of his avidut, after the holiday, they do not have to visit him anymore. Why? Because already they visited him on the regular itself the last three days. Like we said, Nihom Avelim can be done on the regular itself. Oh, and now here we get to the question. The Braita clearly says, The regel counts for Shloshim. Oh, so what do we see over here? Against Rabbah. We see a case where somebody died on the regel, and the Braita is clearly telling you that the regel is Olelo. It was my love, a sefa. And must be we're talking about the sefa which is the second case of the Brayta, where somebody died on the Regal, and still you tell me, even though you didn't start counting seven, you can count the Shloshim. So you see, it is Olelo. So the Gemara says, no, no proof. Aresha. It's going on the first case. It's going on the case where he started his Avelut two days before. If he started two days before, so once he started his seven... So then already I can count the regel, the regel can be counted for Shloshim. 
and then we have no proof for a case where the guy died on the regel. There's a difference between the case of two days before the regel, or the case of dying on the regel itself. Again, look at Rashi. My love, asefa. This was the question. Had the time the regel on elo miyacholoshin. That which we thought when it says the regel on elo, I know asefa kavro baregel. V'tefshot mine dechi kavro baregel on elo miyacholoshin v'kash shal rabada mar eno ole. It's a question against Rabba. No, no, arisha kamadena kavro shnei yamim kodem baregel. It's going back on the case of where the guy died two days before the regel. Regel on elo miyacholoshin dehat avaday on elo. Who is required to be avelut to stay avelut began. But you have no proof of what happens when it starts on the regel itself. Etive, we have another question. We have a right. Regel ole lo leminyan shloshim. Clear statement. The regel is ole lo. What's the case? Ketzad kavro b'tchilat a regel. Oh, they buried the guy on the regel, the beginning of the regel. Moneh shiv'a achar a regel. So again, the avidut of seven doesn't start until after the regel. Like we said, since already uh, seven days passed, technically it was the holiday was seven days. Servants are allowed to work And nor do the consultants have to visit him. Because already they dealt with him on the regel itself. Clear statement where somebody died on the regal itself, even though the seven doesn't begin till after the regal, the brightness is regal olelo. This is a refutation against Rabbah. She's finished. Rabbah said, in ole. Here we have a clear brighter that says, olelo. So therefore, the Gemara uh, concludes on a refutation against the opinion of Rabbah. Comes Gemara and says, ki ataravin. When the Ravine came from Eris Israel, Amar Rabbi Yohanan, he said from the name of Rabbi Yohanan, Afilu kavro baregel. Even if the fellow was buried on the regel, the shiloshim is counted. Vechen ori le Rabbi Al-Azhar le Rabbi Pedat Bereh. Rabbi Al-Azhar said to his son, Rabbi Pedat, so you see confirmation from different places that even if the Kivurah was on the Regal, the days of the Regal itself, well you cannot start the Shiva'ah, but it does count for the Shloshim. Comes the Gemara and says, Tanur Rabbanan, Kiyem Kefiyat Let's say somebody died three days before the regal, and the mourner fulfilled the mitzvah of kifiyat amita. Remember, we learned that one of the practices that used they used to do in the olden days by avilut, they used to turn their beds over. That was a sign, uh, like it says, that just like Kadosh Baruch Hu caused the person's silim ilokin, his image, to be turned over, so to speak. Because of his sins, so Bore Olam says, now turn over your beds as a sign of that. The death causes a person's body to change, decomposes. So you're changing the Tzelem Elohim. So therefore, just like you turned over the Tzelem Elohim, so therefore you have to turn over the beds. So it says, if the person died three days before the holiday, and what? He turned over his beds. One does not have to turn over his beds. After the holiday, 
Debrir bidi aizir. What is this trying to say? Saying a hadush over here. That the automatic three-day rule that we said that the regal breaks the avilut is only if you started the avilut. You did something to show, the person did something to show that he's avil. For example, by turning over his bed. But for example, let's say the guy died three days before the regal and the mourner did not get around to do anything. The mourner didn't do anything about avilut. It's not an automatic that the avilut is broken. The avilut is only broken if he did something before the regal. So let's give you an example over here. He made kifiyat amita. So that already shows that he's starting the avilut. But if he did not get around to do anything, I don't care if it's five days before the regal. The regal is not going to break it. Because he did not do any sort of avilut from before it. That's the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer. Now what's the main hadush of Rabbi Eliezer over here? Well, again, like I said, there's two hadushim. Number one, you got to start something before the regal. And number two, he subscribes to the three-day rule. That it's got to be a minimum of three days. But the rabbis say, They say, no, you don't have to have three days before the holiday. Even if it's only one day before the holiday, the fellow dies. And they bury him, the regal breaks it. Not only a full day, even an hour. Which means technically a person could be avail for one hour. They bury him right before the holiday. He goes home. He sits for 10 minutes, and that's it, the holiday comes, breaks to 7. You don't need a 3 day rule. This mahloket between the Bili'ez and the Hakamim is actually a similar mahloket that we have between Bet Shammai and Bet Alil. Bet Shammai says 3 day minimum. Even one day. also subscribes to the opinion of what? Yom Echad. Even one day, one hour before the regal, the regal is mevatil the shiva. Rava Amar halacha ketana didan the Amar shelosha. Rabbi Rava said no. Halacha follows our Mishnah. Our Mishnah said three days. Therefore, already we have different opinions now. What halacha is like? So the Gemara says Ravina ikla lesura defrat. Ravina found himself in the city of Sura by the Euphrates River. Amar le Rav Chaviva le Ravina. Rav Chaviva asked Ravina ilcheta mai. What's the halacha? She's what do we follow the gabe? How many days before the regel for the regel to be vatid the avidut? Amar le afilu yom echad vafilu shachas. You see, Ravina clearly was a batra from the later rabbis was posek yom echad shachat. Yativ Rabbi Chia bar Abba Rabbi Ami Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha Akilad Rabbi Yitzchak ben Elazar. So those three rabbis were sitting on the porch of Rabbi Yitzchak ben Elazar. Nafak miltam ebenayu. So halacha came amongst them. They started to talk in a certain halacha. What was the question that came amongst them? Minayin la'avilut shiva'a. That's the question. Stop. How do you know that avilut is a seven-day situation? How do you know that one has to be mourning for seven days? This is the question I asked. So Gemara says. 
תכתיב, פסוק. והפכתי חגיכם לאבל. God says, I'm going to turn your holidays into mourning. מה חג שבעה? Just like the holiday, let's say Pesach, seven days, or Sukkot, seven days, Avelut, Shiva. There you go. So we have a cash between the Regel and Avelut. And the Pasuk says, Hagechem Le'evel. So you see there's a connection. So Tosfot says, Ma Hag Shiva, Virushami Deik, Ema Shmona, Kishmona Dehag. Maybe it's eight days, like the eight days of Shemini of Sukkot. You have seven days and one day of Shemini Al-Sedeh. Which means uh, you can't count the eight days. So seven days is uh, Sukkot and the Shemini Al-Sedeh is its own holiday. So it's not an eight day uh, holiday. So then the Yerushami said, or the Tosfot says, Which means we have a Pasuk that when Yaakov Abinu died, so it says, that was a seven-day morning. So it's a b'firush pasuk in the Torah. So the Gevatosmon says, "Lo matzil atuye da'atam kodem kivuraya." First of all, that's that was a different story over there. That was before they buried him. It was a seven-day out of respect. So that's no proof to what we want to talk about. Where it was after the burial that the person had to sit seven days. A different explanation. You can't learn from pesukim that took place before matan Torah. That story of the seven-day Abedut was not before, was before the Torah was given, a different practice. And therefore, there is no proof. So the Gemara's proof is over here from the Navi, V'afakhti hagechem le'evel. Ma'achal shem'cha, af avedut shem'cha, ve'ema atzeret de'had yomah. Oh, so we have another regel. Maybe it's a Shavuot. Shavuot's one day. It's also a regel. So maybe I'll tell you that hagechem is Shavuot, and therefore avedut is only one day. Gemara says, no, ha'hu mefe'eh le'ech but we use that already for the Shakish of the Rasha. The Amar Shakish, the Shimon Beudan is here, Minayin Shmuare Hoka. The Mara to explain Shmuare Hoka is let's say a person did not hear immediately about the passing of one of his relatives. He heard it after 30 days. 30 days after the passing is considered a Shmuare Hoka. So now the question is how much days of Avilut does a person have to keep after? So the Gemara says, "She'enu noigit ela yom echad." So Shemuari Hokad Avilut is only one day. How do you know? Dichtiv va'fakti hagechem le'evil. God's going to turn their their holidays into evil. Da'ashkehan atzeret deikre had yomah hag, which means, and we found that atzeret is called a hag. And it's one day. So therefore he says the Shavuot is used already. Shavuot is used for the Shemuari Hokalo. So therefore we use the seven day holidays for the regular Avelut. So comes the Gemara and says, If it's a Shemuari which the Gemara is going to explain, if he heard the news of the passing of his relatives within 30 days, that's called Shemuari Hokalo. So that's a regular Avelut. Seven days from when he heard, and he also has to follow the 30 days. Shemuari Hokalo. It's just one day. What makes a Shemua Kiroba Rehoka? Kiroba Betok Shloshim. Rehoka Leachar Shloshim. We said Kiroba is within 30 days of the passing, and Rehoka is after 30 days. Devre Rabbi Akiva. Vachemim Omrim, Achad Shemua Kiroba. Vachad Shemua Rehoka, Noeget Shemua Ushloshim. So now we have a Humrayah. 
Dachamim, which is the majority opinion, they say no. Whether it's Kirovah or Rehokah, once the fellow hears about the passing, it's a 7 and 30. There's no such thing as a one day. It's always 7 and 30. Amar Ababar Barhanam, Amar Yohanan, Kul Makom Shatam Motsi Yahid Mekel, Verabim Mahmidim. Anytime you see Mahlukin Yahid Verabim. And in this case, for example, where the Rabim are being Mahmir, we're going to follow the Rabim. Not only in the case where the Rabim is Mahmir, even if the Rabim is Mekel, you're going to follow the Rabim. Because you have a rule, Yahid Rabim, Rabim. Except in this case, we're not going to follow the Rabim. Why? Shafapish, Rabbi Akiva Mekel. Even on this case, Rabbi Akiva is lenient, but he just says that Shemuari Hoka is one day. Why? Because we have the rule that we mentioned a few times. That when it comes to Mahlokan and Avelut, the general rule is we take the lenient opinion. That therefore, Shemuari Kerova is 7 and 30. One day, he got news of his father that had passed away from the place of Bechozaim. So this was a Shemuah So he came in front of the Rehokah. He wants to know what does he do now? Rav Natan bar Ameh Atale Shemuad de'imme He got news of the passing of his mother Mebechoza'e Atale Kameh de'rabah Amar le'are amru Shemuad e'chokah Enu no'eget e'la yom e'had b'lvad So he told them No, what they learned That it's only one day Etive So they asked the question Ameh de'varim amurim B'chamisha amete mitzvah and that's only talking on the five out of the seven relatives that one has to mourn for. That she says, who's the five? That is the Beno, uh, his son, Bito, his daughter, his brother and sister, Vishto, and his wife. Aval al abi when it comes to mother and father. You never break. It's always 7 and 30. And therefore, Rabbi was telling him, uh, we said one day, Shemari Hukah, one day. So, no, what are you talking about? We have a clear writer that says that the one day rule is said by the five out of the seven relatives, by mother and father, even Shemari Hukah, it's got to be 7 and 30. So, Amar so Rabbi tells him back, no, Yehida Ahi. That Baraita is Da'at Yahid. That's not accepted, that Baraita. That's, that's, that's a singular opinion. Velos viralan kevate. We don't all like that Baraita. And therefore, even by a mother and a father, it's only one day. I have a Baraita, that's Yahida. She's Velo Rabbi Akiva. It's not Rabbi Akiva. The Rabbi Akiva, Loshina Abi Vemo, Loshina Sharkirobab. Obviously, Rabbi Akiva is a Tana. He doesn't know that Baraita. He's also Tana. And therefore, all, all seven have the law of Shuari Hukah one day. The Tanya, we have a brighter. Ma'ase, Umet Abib Shel Rabit Sadok Beginzak. Story that the father of Rabit Sadok passed away in Ginzak. They didn't tell him about it until after three years. They went to ask Achamim that were there. The Amru Neog Shiva Ustoshim. 
They told him, You follow 7 and 30. So what do you see over here? You see that this opinion over here is for the father, 7.30. But who's this? This is not accepted by all the opinions. When the son of Rabbi Ahya passed away, he also said, Seven and thirty. So comes the Gemara is trying to show us what that these cases over here really. When it comes to the father, even though it was after three years, the rabbi told him what seven and thirty. Okay, but that's Elisha and Avuya. I told him that. That's not the opinion of uh, the other Hachamim. And in the second case, the Gemara tells a story now of Rav Ahya that would have passed away. His son. New case. New story. His son passed away, yeah. and it was after Shemuah uh, al I mean, after 30 days, and he was obviously following the opinion of the Hakamim that even on a Shemuah al it's always 7 and 30. Because the Hakamim, they hold for all the relatives. There's no difference. Hakamim say it's always 7 and 30 after Shloshim. So the Kabbalah says, Is that true that of Ahya sit for 7 and 30? Uh, when he heard the passing of uh, his uh, son, which did he did he keep seven and thirty for Shemuah Hoka? Why was the question? Rav Bar Rav was the nephew of Rabbi Hiya. Bar Again, Rav. Let's get the relationship over here, even though it's. Uh, uh, it's important to get the relationship to figure out exactly who was mourning over here for what purpose. So again, we say Rav Bar Ahud Rabbi Hiya. Rav was the nephew of Rabbi Hiya. Bahava Bar Ahte Rabbi Hiya, and he was the nephew of Rabbi Hiya from his father and from his mother. What's the case? Look at Rashida. She gives us the relationship over here. Rav Bar Ahud Rabbi Hiya. He was a nephew from the father and a nephew from the mother. There was a rabbi called Rabbi Aha Mikafri. He got married to a lady called Leah. So they had a baby and a child called Aibo. Meta. Leah died. Venasa Rahel. So, Rabbi Abba, Rabbi Aha from Kafri married Rachel. Vela Batmi Ish Acher. She already had a daughter from a previous uh, marriage. Umimena Nolad Rabbi Haya. So Rabbi Haya was born from the second wife, was born from Rachel, married to Rabbi Aha. So it's Rabbi Haya Bar Aha. His father was Aha, married to from the second wife. Venasa Aibo Habat. Now Aibo, right? Who was the uh, first son from the first wife from the A? Habat married the daughter, not his half sister, the daughter that was not related to him at all, that came from a different marriage. Stepsister, we'll call that. Veholid lahen Rav, and Rav was born from that relation. Vinimsa comes out. 
Rav Bar Aibo, Rav, the son of Aibo, Bar Ahu Dirabihiya Me'abu, is the nephew of Rabihiya from the father, because to have uh, the father is Aibo, Ubar Ahte Me'imeh, as also the nephew from the mother, because Rabihiya's mother is Rachel, who is also the. Uh, the girl's mother. The girl's mother. So therefore, the, he was related on both sides. That's what basically the Gemara is <coughs> saying. The Gemara gives us the relationship that Rav, who is the nephew of Rabbi Hiya, from the father, which is Aibo, and he's the nephew of Rabbi Hiya from Plonit, we'll call her, who was the daughter that Rahel brought in to the marriage with Rabbi Hamid Kapri. So Gemara says, now what happened? Kisalik lehatam. When Rabbi Hiya went to Eris Israel, Amar le. So he tells him, Rabbi Hiya tells Rav, Abba Kayam. Rabbi Hiya doesn't know if his parents are still alive. So he wants to ask. He says, Abba Kayam, is my father still alive? Who is Rabbi Hiya's father? Rabbi Hamid Kapri. So he wants to know, is he, is he still alive? So what is uh, Rav's answer? Amar le, ima kayemet? He asked him a rhetorical question back. He asked me about your father. Why don't you ask me about your mother? Is your mother still alive? So he says, fine. Amar le, ima kayemet? So Rav uh, says, okay, is my, uh, is my mother still alive? So Rav says back, Amar le, abba kayem? What do you ask me about your mother for? Why don't you ask me about your father? Is your father still alive? So Rav Chaya started to understand that Rav is, doesn't want to answer. He's pushing him off. So he understood that in a subtle way he's trying to tell them they both passed away. It cannot be that these statements are to be made as statements and not questions. Because then it would be that Rav is lying. Which means if he asked him and he said, is my mother still alive? He's not going to tell him, your father's alive. Because if he's saying it as a statement, that's a lie. So you have to say, like, as she learns, that he was saying, is my father still alive? So he told him back, is your mother still alive? She says, fine, is my mother still alive? She says, is your father still alive? So he kept on saying, what are you asking me on this one? Why don't you ask me on that one? What are you asking me on this one? Ask me on that one. So he understood that he didn't want to tell him outright that they passed away. But the got the got the point. So he told his servant, Take off my shoes, which means, that's it, there's Avilut over here. Can't wear shoes when the person is. Avilut, just take off my shoes. And right away, take my clothes and bring it to the Beit HaMinchas. Which means, he wasn't going to sit Avilut more than one day. Because he's telling him, and right after, take my clothes to the Beit HaMinchas, he's going to shower. So what do you learn from this story? Shema me not clap. The three halakot you learn from this story. Shema me na. Avil asur bin yata sandal. That's the first thing. That you have to take off his shoes. Avil cannot wear shoes. Shwami na shimwari hoka in noigat ila yomehad. This is what shimwari hoka. If I only sat one day, the shwami na mixat the yom tekudo. And you also see that that's be a full day. Because he told me on the same day, go take my clothes to the bathhouse. Which is on the same day that he was sitting by Avilut, he was going to go take a bath, a shower. So what do you see him over here? That the Avilut, even of one day, is mixata yom, kikulo. 
Oh, so what's the Gemara's question? What are you telling me? You just told me a story on the previous Amud that Rav Achya on a Shemuari Hukah followed 7 and 30. Now you tell me Rav Achya on a Shemuari Hukah only followed 1. So the Gemara says, what are you asking? Rabbi Achya Lehud, Rabbi Achya Lehud. It's two different rabbis. There's Rav Achya and Rav Achya. You can't ask the question from one rabbi to another rabbi, which originally we thought the same rabbi. Maybe sometimes they call called Rav Hayah, sometimes they call called Rav Hayah. says, no, Rav Hayah was a 7 and 30 on the Shemuel HaRuqah. Rav Hayah, even by a mother and a father. Like you see in this case, Shemuel HaRuqah, one day, and Miksata Yom Kikudo, on that one day. Rabbi Yosef Bar Abing. New case. Shema Shemuel Kirubah Baregel. Okay, Shemuel HaRuqah Baregel, which means on the holiday, was within 30 days when he got the news. Uh-huh. But by the time the regel was over, when the avidut starts, it was rehokah. Which is now, after the regel, it's after 30 days. What's the she'ela? Olelo ve'eno noheg ela yom ehad. The hidush is that the uh, regel, in this case over here, is olelo in the sense that what? You go after when the regal is over. And since the regal is over, it's after Shadoshim, it's Yom Echad. Rashi. Even though when he heard, At the time of the hurting, it's a Kirobah. Which means we're going to say that the holiday itself can be counted for the Shadoshim to make it Shibu Arihoka. He heard it on the last day of the holiday, it was uh, 29. Okay? So I'm going to count the last day of the holiday as day 30, to be Olelo. So by the time the guy gets around to be at Abel after the holiday, it's Shemari Hukah, one day. Tani Reb Adad Min Kisari, Kamed Reb Yohanan. Similar case. Shama Shemua Kirobah B'Shabbat. He heard it Shemua Kirobah, day 29 is on Shabbat. Right after Shabbat, Na'asit So the law by Shabbat as well. Well, look how that is obvious because if by Regil, which there's no avidut by Regil, you can still count it for the Shemari Hukah days. Certainly on Shabbat, where it usually is Ole, Liminyan Shiva, so certainly you can count the Shabbat, Liminyan Shloshim. And therefore, by the time he gets around to being metabel, in actuality, on Motzei Shabbat, it's going to be Shemuel Hukah. He only does one day. So basically, rule of the Gemara is Ben Beregel, Ben Beshabbat. Now the Gemara asks the next question: Korea or Eno Korea? Okay, on a Shemuel Hukah, let's say. So the guy is only being metabel for one day. Does he have to make Kiriah on that day? Does he have to rip his garments like a regular avil or not? So the Gemara says. Rabbi Mane Amar Eno Korea. Rabbi Hanina Amar Korea. So I have Mahlokir over here. Now, according to the Tosafot, Tosafot understands that this question is not in every Shimu'are Hoka. It's only in the Shimu'are Hoka where it 
started on the Regal or it started on Shabbat and then he finished it after. Like the cases we're saying. Look at those four. Korea or Enu Korea. Davka Kinyan Ze Mifaili Lefishaya Hayav Likro Bishaash Shimwa. Normally the Kiryaz Hayav at the time that he hears it. About Shamash Shimwari Hokab Bahol. Which means, if he heard uh, Which means, regular Shemua'ah Kirova during the week, there's no Hayyuv of Kiriyah. Here, however, it was Shemua'ah Kirova when he heard. But it was a regal, or is it Shabbat? So in such a case, where technically at the time of Shemuel Kirobat, one has to make Kiriyah. So the question is over here, in this case, Tosavot saying, where the Shemuel Kirobat, he was Hayah, but he doesn't start doing it until after, does he have to make the Kiriyah after or not? But on a regular Shemuel Kirobat, it goes without saying there is no Kiriyah. So comes again and says... Rav tells Rav Hanina. Rav was opinion that in Koraya. He says, That makes sense what I say. That there's no kiriyah in such a case. Because there's no avilut shiva'ah. Kiriyah and seven go together. Where there's no seven, there's no kiriyah. My, my shita makes sense. It tells you it only goes one day. One day there's no uh, Kiriyah. El Elididach, Tamat Koreya. But according to you, that says you are Koreya. Kiriyah, Bilo Shiva Mi'ika. Do you have a case of Kiriyah without seven? How can you say you're Koreya? Gibras Velo? Wait a minute, it's not so. I saw your case where there's Kiriyah without seven. Ratanya Isi Abud Rabizera. Isi, the father of Rabizera. The Amila Ahud Rabizera. Some say the brother. Kamed Rabizera. Say the father of Rabizera. Mishelo Haluk Likrawa. Person that did not have a garment to rip. He never haluk, he never clothes that he could rip. Then the man no betoch Then in the seven days that he was sitting, he got a garment. Korea, Korea. He rips because he's still within the seven. So still, since he's still within the seven, he rips for the subsequent days. Let's say they, he got the garment on day four, he rips it for the last three days. Le'achal shiva'ah in Korea. But after shiva'ah, he cannot be. Koraya, finish. He got the garment too late. So Ali the Bizera, but this when the Bizera heard them saying this, he said, "Oh wait." This only talks about five out of the seven. Means when it comes to the mother and the father, they got the garment after the seven. He rips it. So what do you see? That the ripping of the garment is not a deen in the seven. Because how then could, you, could the guy rip the garment after the seven is over? Well, you see what? That they don't work in tandem. You could have Kiriyah Belo Shiva. So therefore, the Gebarah is saying, uh, Rav Mani came against Rav Hanina. Rav Mani said, it makes sense what I said that you are not Koraya. Because on the Shimari Hukat only one day. There's no seven. Well, there's no seven, there's no Kiriyah. But according to you, do you ever find a case where you have Kiriyah Belo Shiva? So he comes back and says, yes. You see the case by Abiv Emo, where there's no Shiva, the Shiva is over, and still we say, what? If he gets his garment after the Shiva, he's Koreya. Gemara says, No proof. That's not a law in Kiriyah. That's out of respect. 
which means even though they tell the guy who gets his garment after the Shabbat to rip it, that's out of kavot his mother and his father. But it's not a law that he has to make it out. Really, with his kiriah, there's Shabbat. And when there's no Shabbat, there's no kiriah. I gave you a case, the mother and the father, that passed away, he didn't get the garment until after the Shabbat, you tell me whether he has to rip it, you're out of kavod. But that's not the, the deen, let's say. So therefore you have no proof, and therefore Rav uh, Ami, or Rav Mani's question, stands against the Harina. How can you say you make a kiriah without Shabbat? Don't ask me from the mother and father case, that's just out of kavod. Kazi Gamaran says, Tan Rabbanan, Okay. Anybody that's written in Parashat Emor, where we learn the relatives that a Kohen is able to be metameh himself for, because normally a Kohen cannot be metameh himself. It's a Torah. However, for the seven relatives that the Torah enumerates over there, a Kohen is able to be metameh. So the Gebarah says, whoever a Kohen can be metameh for, that's who somebody is metameh for. Which is, which relatives are considered worthy of avilut? Second cousin, third cousin, which is, what are the relatives? So that we have a rule. Whoever a Kohen can be metameh for, that's where the avilut applies. And who are they? Te'eluhen, Ishto, his wife, Abiv, Immo, mother and father, Achiv, brother, Ba'achoto, sister, Beno, Ubito, son and daughter. Hosifu alehem, then the rabbis came and added, Achiv, Ve'achoto, Abitula, Me'immo. They added a half brother, a brother from the mother. Because from the Torah, when it says brother, it's about a brother from the father. They added a brother from the mother, from his mother, and they also added a sister who's a betula from the mother as well. And they also included a married sister. Because in the Torah, a Kohen is only the Hadush, she's not married. The rabbis added even a married sister, whether it's from the father or the mother, Ben Ma'abiv, Ben Ma'imu. And so you have seven relatives in the Torah. They added brother from the mother, sister from the mother, and married sister, Ben Ma'abiv, Ben Ma'imu. Those are the extra ones that Achamim added. Good? Now we say new rule. Just like the Torah demands, or the Hakamim said, we metabel on these relatives. Mm-hmm. Person has to metabel on secondaries. What does secondaries mean? Secondaries means that any time a person's relative is metabel, the person himself has to be tabel with him. Which means, let's say the case where she says, the person is metabel, let's say, on his father. Okay? Let's say his grandfather passes away. That would be Shanim. His father is now sitting for his father. Mm-hmm. So that's considered Shanim. The grandson now would also have to sit for his grandfather. 
Because bottom line, his father is sitting now. So when his father is sitting for his father, he has to sit as well. That's considered shini, that's secondaries. Or let's say the opposite way, grandson. The father's son is sitting. Why is the father's son sitting? Because his son passed away. So that's ben ben right. So also in that case, that's shiniyim, the father would have to be, the grandfather would have to be mitabil. Look at the Rashi. Abi abiv v'al ben beno v'al ben bito. Whether it's a grandson from the son or grandson from the daughter. V'al ben achoto. Nephew. And the nephew passes away as well. Because his nephew means his sister is sitting. Let's say his sister or brother is sitting. For their child. So therefore the person has to sit as well for the nephew, whether it's from the brother or the sister. These are called shinim. They added uh, widen the, uh, the rules over here. The Bishim Omen al-Azhar Omer, Eno mitabel ela al-ben beno bal-abi abiv. He says, no. The abilud, no nephews. It's only on grandfather and grandson. The Achamim Omerim, Whoever this person is metabel for, so too he has to mourn with them. That's like the first case. That's the grandfather, the grandson, nephews. So the Gemara says, You like the first opinion. Bottom on the first opinion also, Shinim. Shinim means secondary, which is whoever the person is being metabel for, the relatives have to be metabel. With him. So think about what's the difference between Hakamim and this last opinion. So the Gemara says, Ika benayu imo babayit. There's enough kabina between the first and third opinion. Imo babayit. Where or when does a person have to be mitabel with his relative when he's mourning? For example, I say the grandfather passed away. So the Gibraltar is going to say like this. There's going to be a mahluk between these two opinions. If the grandson is mitabil even in his own house, or Davka is mitabil in front of his father. Because if you say it's in the of Kavod, so only when they say you're visiting your father, the person's visiting his father, and his father's sitting, for his father, so then already out of Kavod, you're not going to go to the house, and your father, the father's sitting on the floor, and you're walking around. No, so in Mobabayit. When you're with them in the same house, or some say the same room, then the law applies of Shinim. But if the person's in his own house, he's not Avel. So it's in of Kavod. So the Gemara says, Rashi, Tarekama says that the grandson, or the grandfather, does not have to be in the same house. Even if he's in his own house, he's with Abel. According to the second opinion, no, Dafka imo Baba is in front of him. Because that's more of a nyan of respect. Understand the nafkamina? Imo Babait is the nafkamina. So they all hold of Shinim. The question is to what extent? Shinim even when the guy's home alone? Not in front of the mitabel? Or the avel? Or Dafka in front of the avel? Like the story that Rav told his son, Like the story where Ravuna told his son, Rava. In front of your wife, Follow the laws of Avelut. Not in front of her, Lord Tinog Aveluta. 
In the case of the wife as well. When the wife is sitting, so that's already shinim. She's sitting for somebody. She's sitting for, uh, let's say, uh, her sister, for example. So she's ba'avilut. So the rabbis told their children, listen, when you get married, and she's sitting, and you're there in front of her, you have to sit. You have to be ba'avil. But when you're not in front of her, you don't have to. So you see that the opinion is what? That there is a law of shinim, that anybody that's, Anybody that you mourn for, that is mourning, that's why you say it. Anybody that you would mourn for, that is mourning herself, in their presence, you have to know heg avidut. his brother-in-law passed away. Barhamu, the son of his father-in-law. That we would call a brother-in-law. It means his wife's brother. So he was thinking of sitting seven and thirty for his brother-in-law. There to be no because his wife is sitting. So he figured his wife is sitting. So he has to follow the, the laws like his wife. So Ravuna goes into the house over there and sees him, uh, you know, being no avilut. Ashkehay found him. Well, you, you, you're interested, you have an appetite to eat the mourner's food? Which is, you must be hungry to eat the mourner's food. What, what, what do you want to be in Oheg seven days for? Lo amru lichbod ishto, that which we said lichbod ishto, ela hamiv hamoto. It's not with any, any death. Only the father-in-law and the mother-in-law. Which means, even that we said that you have to be mechabed the wife. To, to commiserate with her when she's sitting, that's only when her parents pass away. But not when the brother passes away. So he wants to be Mahmi now. He was okay. He's in front of his wife. So do 7 30, whatever the, whatever the laws were. So he came along with what he says. You must have an appetite to eat the morning's food. What are you doing over here? There's no deen over here to be mitabel over here. What do you mean? I thought uh, with the wife. Only when the father law and the, the mother law. The Tanya, because we have a braita. What does the say? Mishemet chamivu hamoto. Person's father-in-law, mother-in-law pass away. Eno rashay lachuf et eshto liyot kochelet liyot pokeset. Person cannot force his wife to put on makeup. Kochelet is to put on like the mascara. And pokeset is like to part her hair. She's avila. The husband cannot say, I want you to put on makeup. You cannot force her. Ela kofe mitato. On the contrary. He turns over his bed. And he has to be noheg avilut with her, because it's the mother-in-law or the father-in-law. The opposite case. Shemet hamota, her in-laws passed away. She's not, not proper for to put on makeup or part her hair during that time when her husband is mourning her parents. She turns over her bed. So you see clearly what? That the law of commiseration between the husband and the wife is only on parents. But it does not apply to brother-in-law. <coughs> Even though we said, when the lady, when the wife is sitting for her parents, the husband cannot force her to put on makeup and put her hair. But the is... She starts to serve her husband during the Avelut. Even though she's Avela, she still serves the husband. How? She has to pour the course for the husband. 
the other days they used to, the wife used to serve the husband, used to pour the, pour the cup for him. Matzat lomita, she has to make the bed for him, or prepare, set up the bed for sleeping. Umarcheset lopanat yadav v'naglav, she bathes him, his face, his hands, his legs. Oh, so now the question is, like this. Kashan ahadadi. We have now a stira over here. What's the stira? Look at Rashi. We just said that when the lady is Avela, you turn the bed over. The husband has to turn his bed over as well. Now it says, when the lady is Avela, she makes the husband's bed. What do you mean she makes the husband's bed? I thought you said he turned the bed over. So make up your mind. Does he have to turn the bed over or can she make the bed? See the Gibran says, Ela Lav Shmahmina, Kan Bahami Bahamoto, Kan Bishar Kirovim, Shmahmina. See, see there must be a difference. When it's the in laws that passed away, then he turns his bed over. However, if it's a brother in law, another relative, make the bed. So then we see the Hiluk. So when the rabbi told uh, the story over there when he told um Yeah, who was it? That was Ravuna told Ravah's son, kept the Murukbah. So Ravuna kept the Murukbah and says, What are you doing? You're mourning uh, your brother in law at 7 and 30? Why do you like to eat the morning's food? They only said this law for the father and the mother in law. What's the proof here? Because one bright that said, What? He turns his bed over. Another bright that says, No, when she's Avila, she makes the bed for him. Ah, uh, what do you mean? Now you have to say, There's a difference. Gemara concludes, Tanya, Nemeache, we have a Braita. Lo amru nikbot ishto. When did they say possessed to have kabot to the wife? Ela hamiv v'chamoto b'lvad. Amemor. Shachiv le barbere. Amemor had a case where his grandson passed away. I mean, his son was mourning. Kara elave. So he ripped. Amemor ripped for his grandson. Only problem was, he ripped prematurely. Because the Allah says you only have to commiserate for the Adil when you're in front of him. So what happened? When his son came in front of him, he ripped a second time. Only problem is he made a mistake the second time. Because he ripped when he was sitting. And Allah says, like we're going to see it tomorrow, so after you have to rip, the person has to rip. <coughs> so what did he do? He ripped Pa'am Shilishit that she says So again, the first time he ripped The mistake was what? It wasn't in front of his son The second time he ripped in front of his son But what? He did it sitting So he ripped the third time